He's kind of a cedar. Yep, I'm recording my podcast. He's a cedar. First one. You're listening to Table for Two Podcast with Bailey and The lady's Sam. like, ma'am, you need to sit down. Grab a glass and take a seat. Can, Can I just get another sugar room? I feel like red flags are just like trending lately. Yeah, I feel like everybody's talking about red flags. I feel like we've always been talking about red flags. I feel like in general, probably any podcast that talks about relationships has to talk about red flags, but I feel like something that gets overlooked a lot is not just a red flag in like a boyfriend or a girlfriend, but in their mom. That is like such a huge one because I feel like, I don't know, actually, I feel like as a whole, like combining all of the guys that I've talked to or dated, they have pretty good mothers, Uh but you're like, I don't want to speak bad on them. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to speak bad on them. If you're listening. But also, I, I know a lot of horror stories from other mother-in-laws. Yeah. Do you think it's weird? Because I just, I've always heard, like, the mother-son relationship is different. And uh-huh. I do think it's different. And I feel like it's hard because I'm, myself and my family, we're very affectionate people. Uh-huh. So I feel like when people start saying, like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe he's kissing his mom in the mouth he's 30, I'm like, well, I get that. I totally get that, and I'm on board. But I also, like, think of my cousin Landon, and he's 10 or 11, and I'm literally kissing him and calling him my stinky poo-poo, and he's like, can you not? Like, my friends are around. So I can only imagine at yeah. 30, he's probably like, it's, it's a no. It's a no to, keep, like, kiss me on the lips. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a no for me. I'm going to say that's pretty strange. I, I've never been... Do you kiss I, your parents on the mouth? No. <laughs> okay. I generally try to refrain. No, I'm just kidding. I, I don't. Ever. See, I do. Yeah. And I, I think that's do. interesting, but we're, we're very close. Yeah. I think everybody's different. I don't think it's totally weird. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's not my vibe, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> right. But, I mean... Yeah, it would definitely, it would weird me out a lot if I was, like, I'm imagining meeting a guy for the first time and, like, everything went really well, we had dinner, and he's like, all right, like, and she's like, it's so nice to meet you, and then we're leaving, and he kisses her full on lips. No, I had I... this happen to me. I had this happen. No, you so, didn't. Yes, not meeting for the first time, but this was, like, only, maybe, I don't know, this is only, like, the second time I had been around his parents and we like all went out to dinner and then we were dropping them back off and I was driving and he was in the passenger seat and his parents were in the back seat and his his dad is like bye like good night his mom leans up in the front seat and says good night pumpkin and oh. kisses him on the mouth and I feel like I don't know why because normally that doesn't bother me but I looked over and the kiss just made me uncomfortable yeah <laughs> like I was watching the kiss and it was like mm, like the pure watching it in slow-mo yes I felt like I was watching it in slow-mo the lips were puckered out and I was like on second thought I don't know if that's normal yeah did you guys like talk about it all or no no do you think he felt weird about it or no maybe a touch because I think I would feel weird about it a little like I think I would bring it up if I was like the guy or or the girl really I I think I'd bring it up and be like do you think that's weird I feel like it was, like, like because <laughs> the tell. crazy thing is, like, 
I I don't know why, but I was like watching the kiss. Like I yeah. looked over and I'm watching the kiss and his eyes are open. No. And then they like look at me <laughs> and, like, no. and I'm like, this is like, I'm uncomfortable. Like, I don't know. <laughs> this is like a three person situation. <laughs> yeah. I do not know what's happening. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I do but... not want to get roped in. But then it's like, I feel like when I kiss my mom, like I literally kiss my mom in the mouth and I don't feel anything about it. Like if yeah. I was with a guy and he saw me kiss my mom, I wouldn't think anything of it. Yeah. So I think it just depends on the person. But for a lot of people, I know that that's like a key sign of a red flag is like how close they are with their mother. Because I just feel like if you are going into it and you have a mother-in-law who is already super controlling, they always want to be right, it's hard for them to have a new female dynamic come right. in and come in in between yeah. her and the son. And I feel like at the end of the day, when they do get married, like he's going to have to side with the wife. Even yeah. if she's wrong, he's yeah. going to have to, and that's going to put like a divide no matter what. Yeah. And so I feel like that's where like the mother the monster-in-law tendencies come from. So. I know. I know. I don't know. Because it's like, I can only imagine, you know, I, I've only, obviously we've only dated people, but I can only imagine once you get married. Right. Like, that's such a bigger commitment and it is a weird dynamic, especially when I feel like if it's like an only child yes. or like yes. they are just like so close all the time, you know, mm-hmm. she kind of babies him or something. That's gonna that's gonna be hard to get past. Yeah, like something has to change. Like it yeah. can't stay that way forever. Right. So that is unfortunate. And that is like, uh, like I feel like I'm not even a mother, obviously, but I feel like that would be hard. You know, oh, you go your whole percent. life yeah. and you're raising someone, and you're that like their person, and then somebody else comes in and kind of like takes over. That would be hard for anyone. So I totally understand that. But yeah. I feel like if you already have a mother-in-law who has like kind of crazy tendencies like buckle up because it's gonna be a rough road ahead if she's already crazy and then you enter the mix like good luck yeah it's gonna be tough and I've heard that from every single girl that I know that like just like you said too like an only child son yeah that's what it's it's worst very hard it's very difficult for the mother to let go I actually now that you talk about it, I feel like every guy I've ever dated, for the most part, there's a few that I can think of that wouldn't fall under this list, but they have a really like interesting dynamic with their mom. Like yeah. there's something, you know what I mean? Like, not like it's you know the end of the world, but I've definitely like noted a few things that are like, mm. yeah, <laughs> a little odd. Yeah. Like, what's the craziest thing that's happened to you? <laughs> I... Other than the mouse kissing, because that's pretty. <laughs> Um, I feel like that was really probably, I don't know, like for me, I've never had someone's mom be like blatantly rude or like Uh not nice to me or anything like that. But I do know from like stories and things like that, I'm not going to like say names, but, and I think we had even talked about this before, but someone went over to her, um, at this time boyfriend's house and his mom was having people over and she was like, um, would you like me to help out with anything? Is there anything I can do? And she's like, yeah, I would like, could you mop my floor? (laughs) (laughs) Run. Yeah. Run in the opposite direction. And so she was like, yeah, of course. Like, got out the mop, mopped the floor, was getting ready to put it away. And she's like, is there anything else? And she's like, oh, you missed a spot, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. I would say no. 
and they ended up getting married and it was just like a sequence of, uh, of events yeah. like that that kept happening. Yeah. So I feel like those are like early signs. Another thing that's an early sign is like if they always talk about your boyfriend's previous ex-girlfriend. Oh, Terrible. Yeah. Like that. I don't actually think that should really be brought up at all. Unless I you guys either. are like really close and then she just like says one or two comments yeah. like in passing, in conversation. But if she's bringing it up like at all, I think that's really odd. Okay, here's here's a question for you. What What is your opinion on you're dating a guy, you break up, but you were really close with his mom. That guy moves on and gets another girlfriend. Do you still like hang out with the mom? No. No. Okay, because I have two exes, <laughs> and I love both of their moms. Like, uh-huh. the, I think they're great, and I'm really, really close with even one of them. Like, I text her happy birthday every time I'm in. I'm back home. Like, I always see her, and I feel like I don't think it's weird, but then I date someone, and I'm like, if their mom was going out to lunch with my boyfriend's ex, that would make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So I feel like you don't think about it when you're the one doing it because you might think like, oh, this is harmless. Like, I just love who they are as a person. But then right. you think of it in a different situation and you're like, eh, that might be inappropriate. I think that's what's hard about dating is because it's like you get so close to their family and you might genuinely love their family yeah. and maybe even them, but like, yeah. you know, that connection stays. But I feel like, unfortunately, if you're actually going to like cut ties, you have to. Yeah. And I think it sucks, but I feel like everybody maturely has to kind of realize that. And especially like if someone eventually finds someone and gets married, like it's no longer going to be appropriate. So I feel like that, that relationship's always going to have expiration date. Yeah. So, but I totally feel that. I feel like I always try to infiltrate myself as, like, a friend, uh-huh. like, into the family still. Yeah. And I'm like, it yeah. never really ends up panning out. I know. You know it's what I mean? Hard. Because it's, like, eventually. Yeah. That's no longer, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like, too, another thing, and, like, we already kind of touched on this, but being super, super controlling. Like, if you're going into a relationship and this mother-in-law is already controlling, she's telling you what's going on, She's she's she makes the rules, mm-hmm. it's going to be very hard for you to make any rules of your own. Or, like, if the traditions are already set and she's super controlling and she's not willing to budge on anything, that's kind of how your life is probably going to go. If you marry into that family, that's how the the Christmases are going to be. That's how the Thanksgivings are going to be like, yeah, you know, like if somebody's not willing, if if a mother-in-law is not willing to budge, that might be like what your future is going to look like. Yeah. And that's hard too. I think, I don't know. It is really hard. I, I feel like that's a conversation too, like probably that the person has to have with their mom too. Like, yeah, nobody is going to want to come into this situation if you keep acting this way. Right. Because something has to change if, like, 100%. If, you, if you do that. You know what I mean? Hi, guys. Hi. Yes. <laughs> it's our neighbor. Um, yeah, and I feel like, again, we're going to go back to the only child, but mm-hmm. I think this just always amplifies when it's, like, a guy, only child, and his mom. Like, that relationship just always seems to be, like, the one that just becomes toxic. And um, I can story. Speak, yes, I can speak on personal experience with this. And I, again, would never say anything bad about this mom. But um, this was just like a telltale sign kind of early on that I was like, mm, this could be like problematic in the future. Yeah. 
we were um, planning like a date night. So at this time we were pretty much, we had, we're dating. You're dating. Like we're officially boyfriend, girlfriend. And um, we like planned this like kind of nice date night. Like and we, at this time, you know, hadn't really gone out in a minute. So we were like, got dressed up, like really talked it up, made reservations. We're planning on having a night, okay? Okay. And we're in the car and we're like, okay, so excited to go to date night. And I'm like, this is romantic. It's like night time out where, you know, got some jams on. And instead of like enjoying the moment with me, um, he's like, so we got to call my mom. <laughs> no. So on the Bluetooth speaker in the car, on the way to our date night, he is calling his mom and just kind of like talking about his day. And then he's like, yeah, Sarah's in the car. We're, we're going to date night. Sarah, say hi. And I was like, <gasps> no. <"Hi." laughs> and, and then like he proceeds to like have this full on conversation. By the time he's done with the conversation, we're, we've already found parking. We're at no. the restaurant. And I'm like, I just don't foresee that like on special occasions or for date nights. Like that's not how I would have seen that happening. You right. know what I mean? Right. And I, I feel like there were just some other things as well, but I feel like that just always happens with only childs. Cause like the mom just doesn't have anybody else to kind yeah, of like, totally. which again, like I would be the exact same way. I'm sure like we'd probably both be psychos, Yeah. but it just makes it hard for a girl that's dating a man that is an only child Yeah. with any kind of mom my, for the most part. My friend kind of like told me like her rule of thumb and she's like honestly I feel like when your son is over the age of 18 and they're in their first serious relationship that's when you have to back off mm -hmm. like when they're young and they're 15 and they're like talking to girls and you still want to like like wh however you want to be you can be controlling when your kid's 15 because they're not an adult yet yeah but when your son is a full adult and he's seeing women like you said women uh-huh like another adult and it's a serious <laughs> relationship you gotta yeah. You gotta back off a yeah. little bit. But I feel like in that sense, it might not even be her who has to back off. He right. might need to take a take a <laughs> step down. But then I don't take know. mom up speed dial for a second. But then I don't know because I feel like um someone that I dated, like they would always call their mom too. He'd be out to dinner and he would be like, I wanna take a picture of us and send it to my mom. I feel like that's kind of cute. Yeah, that's like I feel really like fun. that is kind of like I'm proud to be dating you, and I want I want to send this picture to my mom. So I feel like there are certain levels, and I feel like if I was a mom, I would be psych. Like I, I disclaimer, I am the psycho mom that we're talking about here. Like, right. I am the red flag mother-in-law because I'm gonna do all of these things besides like ask you to mop my floor. But I'm probably gonna kiss my son in the mouth <laughs> at thirty. I'm probably going to be psycho. I'm going to call him every day. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm very, very, very close with my family. So I can only imagine with my own children. And I feel like it's fine to be like, I'm not even bashing on like calling every day or anything, but I feel like you need to know when to draw the line. Yeah. Like when it's infiltrating into your relationship, like when the mom has to become now part of your relationship, yes. like you have to know when to keep that separate. And I yeah. think that's the difference. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And I feel like even like, I, I, I don't know. I just feel like even as a girl, like never would I have ever thought to do those things. You know, mm -hmm. like some of those things. It's just. It's a different really dynamic. Particular. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It is. A thousand percent. Okay, and I feel like the last one that I have is um, if they don't show any personal interest in you. 
Like, mm-hmm. if they're only concerned about their son. Like, if you're hanging out and they're oh, like, how's yeah, yeah. your day? What did you do? How's your work going? Like, they're fully invested in the son. We already know that. If they're right. not invested in getting to know you, like, <laughs> like we get it. how's your job going? Like, tell us about you. Then I feel like that's not a sign of them wanting to, like, welcome you yeah, in. Yeah, totally. Or, like, bring you in. And again, maybe this could take time and that could happen over time. Yeah. But I feel like if you're in a serious relationship... The mother-in-law is not taking interest in you. Oh, and then another one that I saw, I saw this one online, and it was if you go to uh, family gatherings and sh- and this mother-in-law gives you, like, stress and anxiety. That's a red flag. Yeah. Because the big moments are when you're doing family things or, like, we touched on before, Christmases, Thanksgiving, Easter, birthdays. Like, if this mother-in-law is giving you anxiety every time you're at these big events, that's how your whole entire life's going to go. Every yeah. event is going to be anxious. Every event you're going to be nervous or what is she gonna say how is this gonna go blah 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 and nobody wants that right nobody wants to like come into a family like that everyone wants to come into a family where the mother isn't asking them about themselves and wanting to get to know them yeah 100 percent. which i feel like these should be basic facts like you would think that someone wants to get to know you and isn't super controlling and like lets their son have you know free relationships and stuff oh i thought of another one god i'm just flying left (laughs) and right if the mother-in-law, not I don't even know why I keep saying mother-in-law, but if the mother, like, starts following you on Instagram after one date, mm-hmm. I feel like red flag. I've had red that happen to yeah. me multiple times. I don't know if it's, like, on the same page. Like, yeah. I don't know if that necessarily equates to, like, a mother-in-law and that's, that's obsessed with her like son. that's not even, like, mother-in-law. That's just, like, they might have a crazy mom if you yeah. went out on one date and you're getting a friend request from the mom. <laughs> or you went out for a week. And you haven't met them. The right. mom. <laughs> right. That is a red flag. They need to wait until you meet them. Yeah. I think it's kind of always a red flag, honestly, when guys admit that they've talked to you about their family way too early on. Yeah. Like, I mean, we, we all do it. We tell our friends and family, like, every detail of down to the wire. Mm-hmm. We get it. But to admit that, like after one date right. when you were like, yeah, I told my dad about you and my mom and they were so excited. Too much. Too say, much. Say less. Say less. We yeah. all do it mm-hmm. behind closed doors. Yeah. But just don't admit to it. And like for the moms and the family members out there, don't add too soon. Like that's yeah. too obvious. I tell my family everything. My aunt could work for CNN, Dateline NBC, because she is a stalker. She can find anything out about anyone. But if I'm telling her about a guy, she's not going to go follow him on Instagram. Right. She's going to find his Instagram. Yeah. She's going to find out his Zillow. Right. And she's going to find out his estimate on how much his house is and where he grew up. But she's not going to follow them on Instagram right. immediately. Yeah. So I feel like for all the moms out there listening, play it cool. Yeah. Play back. And the guys. Play it cool. Play it cool, lay back, wait, and I feel like those are a few signs if you're going into a new relationship or even going into a serious one that you're like, this one could be the one. Mother-in-laws and the family you marry into is a huge part of your life. I know. Do you think, like, though, if you met the love of your life, do you think that would be a deal breaker? I don't think it would be, but I think it would be, like, because I've asked people this, I was like, is that a deal breaker? Mm-hmm. And they're like, it's not a deal breaker, but it's a weight on my shoulders, and it's a lot to carry yeah. in your marriage. Yeah. It's not just a breeze, you know? So yeah. I think it's definitely something you think about if it's the love of your oh, life. Yeah. Even I think that if you really love someone, like, not necessarily like, oh, I have to marry them, but even if you really love them, you're going to overlook that, but it's going to be a strain. And it might yeah. be a lot of fights and a lot of conversations and a lot of 
stress. I think it depends how close they are with them too because if yeah. they're not that close with them I feel like it could kind of be a little more easy breezy maybe just yeah. more so like a holiday thing yeah but if they're like in the same city super close with them and for whatever reason that mother-in-law or that mom is toxic or doesn't like you mm -hmm. that's hard yeah that's really hard I feel like that could be a deal breaker and personally. I think you know at the end of the day unless your husband is completely on the same page as you it's gonna be hard because especially yeah. in the beginning like year one of marriage I don't see you being like f your mom tell her to piss off you know what I mean yeah like you're he's that's his that's still his mom at the end of the yeah. day no matter what anybody out there if your mom is psycho you're still, it's still yeah. your mom. So no, anybody talking bad about them or being like, I don't want her here. I don't want this. I don't like this. It's a defense. Like you're going to be on the defense because totally. that's your family member. That's your mom. I will actually say that's an interesting point too, because I feel like even being on the other end of that, I feel like I am okay with admitting when my family is being crazy or like being like, oh, they did this and it's, that was a little out of line or whatever. Uh -huh. But when a man, like I remember I was dating this guy and he like made a comment when I was, I was sitting there venting. So like I was welcoming to comments, but yeah. like he, he should have read the room because he made a comment and I was like, I don't know. No. I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> right. Don't say anything right. about that. Right. Like, yeah. Only me. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I feel like it's hard. You know what I mean? And that's something that is also going to put a strain on the person you're dating, too. Yeah. Because it's going to be a weight on your shoulders, like, oh, this sucks that she's like this, and I don't think she likes me, and blah, 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 and she's not that nice. But then if you bring it up to him, he's yeah. going to be in the middle. So it is hard. Yeah. But honestly, I feel like marrying into the perfect family is hard, too. <laughs> I don't so, think it exists. So many families are so different. Yeah. Well, so. even if you have the perfect family and you have two, like, quote-unquote, like, ideal families, they could look totally different. And, like, yeah. what some people think is ideal or a great family, other people don't. And, like, everybody, even if you just think about how people deal with conflict and, like, all the different things, some people yell it out, some people just put it to the side. And, like, some people that works yeah. for. And I feel like it's always going to be an adjustment, even just dating in general, because everybody... Yeah communicates differently they grew up differently 100%. they deal with things differently mm -hmm. yeah so it's just hard out here yeah it's hard out here for the single people in the world <laughs> still trying to figure it out let alone get a mother-in-law right it's the least of our worries right yeah. now yeah. toxic mother-in-law is down on the list because <laughs> can't even find a guy to go out with shoot right, right. i think that's Oh, I have on mother-in-laws. Do you have anything else to no, add? I don't have anything on mother-in-laws, but this guy the other day, I feel like we, could, <laughs> we were going to share this. But, oh, yeah. So my friend Brooke, she had this Halloween party, and she had people over, and there was this guy that I thought was cute, and she talked to him. She's like, you should talk to my friend Bailey. We got each other's numbers, blah, blah, blah. So we had been texting for like the past week, but this guy would literally take nine hours to respond. And that's not an exaggeration. Uh -huh. Like I would say something, he would respond every nine hours and I would respond the next day and it would take nine hours. So it's hard to get in like a conversation flow. And I was like, honestly, like I don't care. I literally don't right. care what I say. I never do. I only like, sometimes I speak without all the time. I speak without thinking, no <laughs> yeah. red flag. Yeah. Um, but I just say how I feel. So I was like, if you ever want to go out or you ever want to do anything, let me know. Cause I feel like my text would get a faster response via carrier pigeon. 
And you actually said that. And I actually said that right. because that's actually how I felt. So he's probably thinking this is just crazy. <laughs> like she is batshit crazy. But that's also my personality. Right. I wasn't like actually mad or actually right. pissed off. But it's like, dude, yeah. I'm not going to like waste my time here texting you every 15 hours. And I was like, well, maybe it was his job. You know, the only acceptable job is a brain <laughs> surgeon who's in surgery for 20 hours at a time. But he, he's not a brain surgeon. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we have two short stories to tell. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't remember what they are. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> One is um, about... Uh, the, uh, the, the, ah! <laughs> a seizure. Sorry, guys. Um, one happened at a Halloween party, and another guy, this strange man, I'll tell this one first. Uh -huh. So we're going to the club one night. We're going to Omnia. We're walking in. I'm a germaphobe, so I don't like to touch door handles. So I'm, like, trying to use my elbow to, like, open the door, and I hear a voice from behind us, and this guy's like, I got it. And so I turn around, and this guy, he's, you know, tall, seems like our age, and he's cute. Uh -huh. I wouldn't say he's hot or anything sexy, but he's cute. Yeah, I would agree. He um, comes up, we're all going to the elevator, and he's like, are you guys going to Omnia? And I was like, yeah, we are, are you? And he's like, no, I'm not, I'm just going to gamble, like I'm here and work, whatever. So we get in the elevator, we leave, he leaves, we go to the club, we're there till probably, th this was at 10 p.m. Right. We leave the club at like 2.30, we're starving, we're like, let's go get pizza. So we go and we get pizza, and that guy is sitting right in line, like right next to the line for pizza, eating pizza, and I'm like... <laughs> Oh my god, is that the guy from earlier? And, and so like, he, what are the chances? Right. It's such a big area in general, too. Right. Like, and that he'd at be that right time. there at right. that time. So we uh, go stand in line, and the line's pretty long, and like, uh, he's looking at us, we're looking at him, uh -huh. and I like wave dramatically. I'm like, Are you the guy from earlier? And he comes over and he's like, Yeah. And I was like, Oh my gosh, what are the chances? And he didn't even act like it was weird. He was uh -huh. like, I'm, I'm a gold member. Do you want to go to the front of the line? And we're like, what? Excuse me? And he's like, no, I'm like a platinum club member. Like, I can get you to the front of the line. And we're like, sure. So literally, it's a line that we have, like, probably three or four people in front of us. They probably hated us. So yeah. these these people really think they're so great that they have to skip the line. the line. Yeah. But honestly, it was the best thing ever. It was. It was nice. So we go to the front. We're ordering. He flashes his I know, card. I know. He flashes his and card. And so, like, he's a gambler. Like, to yeah. have this card, you are, like, the top-tier gambler. And he's, like, our age. I literally think that this card... It was the gold, and you have to gamble over $200,000 a year to no, be this crazy. member. And I'm like, wow, I wonder what this guy does. Like, he's our age. Yeah. 200000 just a gamble. Wow. And If anything, maybe even younger. Yes, yeah, yeah, if anything. So we go to the front, and not only does he take us to the front, but he pays for our pizza. Uh -huh. We're getting <laughs> ready to walk us. away, and I was like, oh, my gosh, do they have ranch? And he's like, oh, I'll take care of it. Pays for my ranch. Like, he was so nice. Uh -huh. And walks us down to a table, and... Sarah and I are sitting there and we start eating. We're just like chatting with him for a minute. And then things took a turn because he was like, so what, what are you guys doing tonight? We're, we're eating and going to bed because it's almost three at this right. point. And he seemed a little desperate, desperate and pushy. Like, yeah. oh, well, what are you doing tomorrow? Like, are you sure you can't go out tonight? Like, what, when are you going to be up tomorrow? What are you going to do tomorrow? And we're like, to be honest, we're going to church. And he's like, oh, are you guys Christians? And we're like, yeah, we are. And he's like, me too. So then we're like, okay, like, yeah. cool. Common At this ground. point, I think we really still liked him a lot. Yeah. We were like, he was so cute. That was so nice that he did that. It was cute that he mentioned that he yeah. was a Christian. Yeah. It was, it was a little odd, but like, I feel like the flags weren't, weren't in full force currently. Right. 
So then, um, he's like, can I get your guys' number? Uh, I'm in Vegas a lot, like I come here a lot for work, blah, blah, blah. So he gets both of our numbers, and before we, e he leaves, before we even like get into <laughs> our it Uber, out. we have a group chat. And he's like, so what are y'all doing tomorrow? We're like, we literally just we, told, we told this you. man what we're doing tomorrow. So he's messaging us like two, three messages at a time. Like, what time is your church service? You guys said you're going to church. What church do you go to? Like, he wasn't giving up. Like, right. he wanted to hang out with us so bad. And, and honestly, like, I was scared if we gave him the, the name of the church. Like, normally, I mean, anybody is welcome. Right. But I was scared he was going to come. Right. You know what I mean? I thought he was 100% showing up. He was, he was like, dressed. we're showing up to church and he's in the choir. Right. <laughs> um, but no, he he seemed really nice and, and cool. Even like when he was texting us, I was like, wow, like he really wants to hang out with us. A little yeah, weird. Yeah, but no, that was an immediate red flag. It wasn't until like the next day that I feel like we started to get scared because then he texted us both individually, separately. <laughs> and I, was like, he needs to, you need to share what he asked you. He texted me and he was like, hey, I have a question. Hey, are you up? Like it would literally send me like seven texts in a row. And then he was like, um, question. And I was like, yeah, what's up? And he was like, are you a born again virgin? Or not a born again virgin. Are you a born, are you a born again? Are you a born again Christian? And I was like, no, I'm just a Christian. Like, I don't know if it was my outfit last night that was like making you question it, but I am a Christian. I She's like, this, this girl has to be born again. There's no are way. Are getting born again this morning? Because I'm worried. But I'm like, no, I am a Christian, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, okay, well, that's not what I was going to ask. And I was like, okay. And he's like, is Sarah single? And I'm like, dude, this man, I, I, I don't know if I can handle it with this man. Yeah. And he was texting Sarah like seven, eight, nine times in a row. And it was like, that just goes to show, like when we first met him, we were like, wow, he's so cool. He's nice. He's our age. He's cute. He's being kind. He's a right. Christian, like wants to know about going to church. If he would have left it at that and he was like, hey, I come into Vegas a lot. Maybe next month when I'm in town, we can meet up. Cool. Nine texts to each of us separately. Right. That's too much. And no, we are literally not exaggerating. Like... I don't think you ever responded, but I literally responded one time and I had at least 15 messages <laughs> back to back. Like I wouldn't say anything. And then he would say, Hey, I'm coming into town Thursday. What are you doing? No response. Hey, um, I'm going to Omnia tonight or like whatever. Like, I guess this guy's in town a lot, but like he was just like throwing it out there after throwing it out there. Like this man was, and I'm just like, I'm even surprised that, I mean, probably cause he acts that way, but like. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he was cute. It wasn't like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm I just sure. I think it's just like such odd behavior. Yeah. You just never know. To two random people. Right. But you never know. And then right. we have another story of another man. So we went to this Halloween party. I kind of knew this guy was coming and I had matched with him on Hinge. And um, Brooke, you know, your friend that was having the party knew him and kind of had talked to me about him before. And so I was like, okay, like maybe I'll see him tonight. We hadn't really had a conversation. So I was like, I don't really know him, but we were following each other on Instagram now. So, you know, both of us, I think, knew that we were going to be there. Well, you had to leave like pretty early because you worked in the morning. So we were heading out and he happened to be coming in at the exact same time we were leaving. And so Brooke was like, oh my gosh, you have to just, you know, say hi to him, whatever. Yeah. You have to see him. You're yeah. here. So it's like, okay. So I went up to him and I was like, hey, you know, how's it going? And I gave him a hug and I pulled away and um, he was like, oh, hey. He's like, you look really familiar. <laughs> 
And this is not and you edited. Know he knows you. Like right. he knew you were coming. You right. knew he were co- he was coming. He knew you. You matched on Hinge. You like, don't look like, familiar. You, you followed me on Instagram, dude. You don't look familiar. <laughs> you don't look familiar. Yeah. He knows I, you. I just want to say, why couldn't you say, couldn't you add the er? <laughs> this is not an <laughs> editing. <laughs> he literally said famil. And I was Red like, flag. I've never heard that. And so I had to say something. So I was like, did you just say famil? <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't even care about the conversation. And I think he just said something like, oh, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. But it... It was so obvious that he was just rolling with that. And if I wouldn't have said anything, I'm sure. I'm sure he says it all the time. He loves that word. <laughs> I, I just was honestly shocked. Yeah. I was shocked, honey. <laughs> I was blown shocked. away. <laughs> but, you know, the men out here, it's just hard in life in general. So It's tough out here. You know, if he says Pamel, maybe I could look past it. But He's putting his hands in the holes of my jeans after the first right. date and holding my hand. It's a, it's a never. <laughs> It's a never. Yeah. Sorry. Same. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to follow us on our Instagram page at Table for Two Pod. Bye.